Welcome to Maiden Speech. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, self-worth and mindset coach and portrait photographer from New Zealand. And you are in the right place to get uplifted, empowered and inspired. I'm so lucky to have amazing guests come on and share their wisdom about all things related to personal development and being the best version of ourselves. I'm really passionate about reminding people that they are good enough and to have honest and vulnerable conversations where we connect on a real level and have lots of laughs. You can find me on Facebook at, at Monica Ferguson Coaching, where you can join my group for extra inspiration. And I'm also on Instagram at Mon 3.0. Thanks so much for being here and please reach out and connect. I would love to hear from you. Let's get into it. Hey, hey friends, Monica here and welcome back to my latest episode of Maiden Speech. Now this one is so awesome because it's the first time we really get into these conversations around the law of attraction and utilizing it for success, utilizing it in combination with the unconscious mind and having faith, trusting setting big goals, visions, even when you don't know how it's going to happen. And I have the most epic, epic, epic human here, Monique Roxel, with me. She is a peak performance specialist. She's a hypnotherapist. She has over 20 years experience mentoring over a thousand individuals, creating literally life-changing transformations. This was such a great chat, you guys. Let me know what resonates for you, and she will be back. Enjoy. Okay, so for several weeks that we've been planning this podcast, it has been for this exact moment that I could say the following. Welcome to our podcast. Monique and Monica on Monday. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> so it had to be on it had to be on a mon- on a Monday. Question. Are Mondays a good day of the week for you? Uh yeah, Mondays and a Fridays are really good days for me. Yeah. See, I love that. Because I heard, I mean you would know, but I heard that most people have heart attacks and stuff on a Monday. And I'm like, but it's a Monday. It's day of Mon. It's awesome. <laughs> it always works out well. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. Um, I am so excited about this conversation because there was a post of yours that I read several weeks ago and I was like, oh, I've got to have you on and we've got to talk about this. And like we've sort of on this podcast talked about a little bit dreams and visions and a bit about the brain and the unconscious brain and, you know, law of attraction a little bit. But there was one post and I would love for you to share this story about your new car and how that all played out because it was such a cool post. So, so awesome. (laughs) Yeah, well, um, it's funny how things sort of, you know, they start happening and you kind of like, you just roll with it. And I had done some work about you know you know when you do visualization and you keep thinking oh what 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 do i need to think of more you know because i have always been quite safe and really happy with what i've got uh but then i start to think there's more i can have so what do i want and then i used to look around and see these jeep black jeeps land rovers and they're like worth like 130 40 grand and i've got five kids so i was always like thinking oh so smart to get into a car like that and rock out and everyone would be thinking I'm amazing. Um, and I <laughs> watched them and I watched them and I watched them for ages and just that reticular activating system kicked in and I just saw them everywhere. Uh, and then I looked it up and I was like, oh, uh, they don't come in seven seats. They only come in the smaller version. So then I sort of, st- st- sort of started looking around for other vehicles and went and thought, 
how could I finance it? And then a really great um, suggestion came to me that I can finance it by advertising on my um, advertising my business on my car, and that will pay off in the long run. And I was like, mm, this is good. So I tr- I went down a few avenues. I attempted to rent it, and I couldn't get um, financial assistance for that. And so then I applied for. I had money in the bank, and I couldn't withdraw my money because it was in a term fund rather than a term deposit so I couldn't get that and I was starting to think how am I going to get it done anyway so I went and test drove a car and it was amazing and when I went to the dealership there was the um, Mitsubishi Outlander and that Mitsubishi Pajero and now the Outlander is a smaller version and it's about 15-20 grand cheaper and that was the one that the guy showed me first. And I was like, oh, no, I want the other one. And he's like, okay. So then he's talking through it and, he's, and I'm like, so what's the difference? And he goes, oh, well, there's a few things, but the main, the, you know, the main things is it's got smarter this and smarter that. And I'm like, uh, and then I think I said, um, oh, yeah, well, this is the one I prefer. And he's like, oh, well, I guess it depends on how much you want to pay. And I'm like, well... If you're going to pay 50, you might as well pay 80. So, and he jumped, he, he took a really big step back because it was kind of like a, a whoa. But obviously from a salesman point of view, he was like, sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I did the test drive and I got lost along the test drive. And I come back <laughs> about an hour later and um, I said to him, I'll be back. And so then it was actually not until another two months later that I finally got the vehicle. It was drawn out. There was um, hiccups all along the way. But I had in mind myself in the car, driving around, having it in my driveway. I told my kids that we were getting a car and they they sort of laughed at me a little bit. And I'm like, oh, we are getting a new car. And then when I pulled up with it, they just about wet their pants. (laughs) I love it because I think in your post you talked about the initial goal you'd set was three years, right? And it took you three months or something overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is so awesome. And this is these are the questions that I wanted to ask you. Is it actually around like visualization and the and the mind? Like, how do they go together? How does that work? Uh emotionally connecting yourself to the outcome so I imagined myself in the car I imagined myself sitting in the car driving listening to music I imagined the um the response from my kids when I pulled up from it and it just played out perfectly uh and just all of that just really putting yourself in that situation imagine just um, and really just acting as if it had already happened like I was driving around in my in my old car which was um like not very cool. Uh, and I would, I would drive along thinking that I was in that car, in the new one. So if anyone knew my thoughts, I'd think I was batshit crazy, but oh well. <laughs> oh, I love it though. So what do you think the role of language is? So like, you know, we visualize often we have vision boards and stuff. What do you think the power is of actually speaking about it? Like when you told your kids, this is what's happening. And because I, I read as well that you did the same with a holiday where you said to yeah. your girls like, we're going on holiday and you had no idea how it was going to happen but you're like and I love this how does that play into it uh I believe it's when you share the idea so you're sharing it so you other people are giving it attention and the more attention you give something then the more it's going to manifest in front of you like they can start dreaming and then all of your visualizations are put together and it empowers the the vision even more yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I love it. Oh, it's so good. It's like magic, honestly. It um, is. Yeah. And so what do you think are the things that block people the most from actually receiving their visions or their dreams? Uh, I definitely, you know, with everything, it's always a fear. Uh, a fear of it, I'm not, I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough to get that. Uh, and then once we've sort of worked through a few of those things, it's that financial uh, element of I can't afford that. But when people think that they can't afford it, they look at their immediate cash flow and think that, um, you know, they can't fund it. But the universe works in amazing ways and you could get um, something on a discount. That is the same thing. It's abundance in a different way. Uh, so as long as you can, oh, I believe, as long as you can just trust that it'll it'll come it doesn't matter how it will it'll just come yeah I love it that is what I don't know if you can see well no one else can see obviously but one of my highlighted words here trust <laughs> yes. I like trust um because this is actually something I so wanted to chat to you about because it's like I feel like for most people that I talk to in life you know you start getting weird and woo woo and you're like oh look at all these things manifesting you start paying attention to synchronicities and things and then everyone thinks you're strange, but really you're awesome. Um, and you're actually just paying attention. But I feel like that thing of the how, like I feel like so many people don't ask for what they actually desire because they don't see how it could happen. So they won't even allow themselves to go there. Like mm -hmm. when you think most people would love to be a millionaire, surely, but how come hardly anyone's a millionaire? And it's like, oh, well, well I don't need that much money or like these sort of beliefs. Or, and I love that you talked about worthiness as well because this is my jam. This is what I love talking about. But it's like, why don't we allow ourselves to even, like, why do we let our heads get in the way in terms of trying to figure stuff out all the time? It's like, we're not taught to trust, are we? Really, we're taught to control, to manage. Like Absolutely. <laughs> and like, just to, you know, when you when you think about trusting the words that come out of your mouth, you, you start to think about, oh, but but somebody said, um, think before you speak. You know, those kind of phrases come into your head that you get brought up with. Did you even think about that before you said it? Well, no, because this is me coming out of me. <laughs> um, but, you know, like yeah. those kind of things. And um, it's just, everything's just there to shut you down. <laughs> yeah. So what's your story? Where did you, was there a moment in your life where you sort of started to feel like, mm, I think there's a little bit more than what people settle for with this kind of fascination with like peak performance and mindset and all that kind of stuff kicked in for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, to the, the old, the secret that many people have read and, you know, watched the old video that made, makes people aware of the whole scenario that came into my, um, opportunities I guess when I was about 18 and I found it really found it really interesting but obviously at that time and I and looking back at it I know exactly what this was I thought people are going to think I'm woo-woo if I look into that and pretty much shut the yeah. door on it <laughs> carried on muttoning my way through life as we all do um, and then I did have a background with group fitness training and I helped so many people um, transform their lives and it was just really confusing and frustrating how something can work perfectly for somebody and not for another. And I used to think this something's not right here. It's more it's more than calories in, calories out. It's more than the type of food that you're eating. It's just so much more. 
And that kind of just escalated into um, trying to figure out more. And then I had an eating disorder, which uh, I say it's an eating disorder because I used to eat a lot of food and then I would go to the toilet and spew it all up and do that multiple times. Um, to me, that was not right, especially when I had five, five kids, five daughters. Mm. So I knew I was being a personal trainer and a nutrition coach, yet I had this issue and I was like, well, this isn't cool at all. So along that lines, along that same time, I split up with my ex and that was not the greatest time for us all. Uh, and I, we were all searching for the best way out of it to try and deal with it. And one of my kids' school teachers had recently gone to a hypnotherapist to lose some weight. And her results were just like so phenomenal. And when she told me about the process that she did, I was like, wow, is it honest? can it honestly be that easy? And so I went to her to help me with my binging and purging. And the results were just instant. The It was like this internal reinforcement that just shut down those thoughts of I have to eat, oh I feel sick, I need to spew. It just it completely shut it down and I didn't binge or purge for like ages. And I went to see her for about four sessions and I was like just really, I, I remember saying to her, you're like a magician. I was like <laughs> so, so wowed by her. Yeah. And then uh, as I said, like the, my relationship separation was really fairly challenging uh, and I just began to look more and more into it and as you start to look more into things obviously as you know opportunities come in front of you mm -hmm. and I had a random phone call from um, the Bob Proctor um, company I don't know if you know Bob Proctor and who he is he's a massive yeah, yeah, law of attraction and he uh, the salesperson did this big thing and I'm not gonna lie it was 10 grand and I just went yep now, I was in severe debt at that time. Uh, separation issues was crazy, but I just went with it. It felt so good. I didn't even think about it. And then the, ne the next day, I had that surge of, fuck, what, I mean, yep, what have I done? You can swear. You go, girl. You go, yeah, girl. <laughs> I went, shit, what have I done? But that day just continued, and I started to really get into all the content, and my life was just jumping from level to level so, so quickly. Uh, and then it just continued on from there, and it was just amazing. Wow! Oh my god, we need a mic to drop right now. Holy fuck! I, you've cut <laughs> off, you have ticked off so many of my things. I'm like, which question do I ask you first? Oh my god! Um, that's the trust thing, though, right? Like that is the trust in action where your gut is like, go, even though it makes no sense at a logical level at all. Like, and if we better go, oh, but I've got, I owe this money. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's like. And I think that I feel like this is the greatest thing that we don't talk about is that it's not logical. It's like when your intuition says, like, move now, go, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> don't think about it because obviously when you're thinking about it, you're overanalyzing it. Just trust. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Do you follow Abraham Hicks? You yeah, I was yeah. like... I was could have been like her obsessed fan for about four months. It was day in, day night. I'd drive in my car listening to her. I had the lingo. It was just unbelievable. I loved it. It really sunk in. It was really, really good, really powerful. That, that's so funny because I don't often talk about that with people, but I was like, I had a feeling. Um, and I love what she talks about, you know, in terms of like 
what's manifested in our life and that what's in front of us is old news because when we understand that everything has to exist first before it actually materializes then it can stop us from looking at what is like the dollars in your bank account and like that's actually the past like the things that are present are still coming and I think that's something that helped me so much with the law of attraction was getting out of my head and being like oh okay but that is actually the past like if I look at the reality in front of me it'd be very easy to psych yourself out sometimes and like but how is it going to happen it doesn't make sense but actually that's the old news yeah Yeah. (laughs) and when you catch yourself doing all of that then you're like no I know what I've visualized and you create spend some more time in that thought and then go if I know that's going to happen it doesn't matter about anything else on the way just focus on that and the more I've done that and honed in on it, the more and faster I've manifested and been able to create opportunities. It's been amazing. So good. Yeah. So how do, and how, what advice do you have for people who, because I feel like trust, there are a few words, right, that just get thrown out all the time. One is, oh, just trust, just have faith. Another great one is surrender. And it's like when you are not feeling hot and someone's like, oh, just surrender, like just let go, just have patience. You're like, oh, like these are not words that are useful. They are actually useful because that's what we need the most, right? But how did you find that you, like in the, from that space of, okay, I owe this money, but I'm taking on $10,000. I just have this feeling this is for me. How do you then get, like, how do you train your trust muscle almost? You know? <laughs> uh, for me, I've always been a fairly I'll figure it out kind of person I'll figure it out doesn't matter I'll figure it out what's the worst that can happen um my if I lose my kids um, leave my house and my thing my parents will put me under their roof you know like what's the worst that can happen and when you really strip it all down the worst that can happen is like really (laughs) far-fetched and it's like well really I'm not really going to be any worse off than I am now I might as well take the take the leap yeah (laughs) that is actually useful at times isn't it and then you realize oh but it always actually works out like even though all the times that we've panicked and we've thought oh my god this is the end it's game over and it's like it always works out something amazing always happens yeah and I always always say everything happens for a reason uh and everything happens at perfect timing I mean we all do things and say oh I regret doing that but do you really because when you look at it and look at the outcome of it then you wouldn't take it back for a second yeah and that's another great thing I've loved from Abraham Hicks as well is understanding and actually being grateful for the contrast like we live in a world of duality it's like you wouldn't know that success if you hadn't experienced being broke you wouldn't know amazing health if you hadn't experienced the opposite you know and it's like there's actually so much that we can be grateful for with that yeah (laughs) people definitely just get too bogged down and here and now and every day and got to got to keep up with this and got to keep up with that whereas if you get find yourself in that overwhelmed state if you can just pull yourself back and go in a year's time am i even going to care about this no it would have gone blown over and something else will be on my mind so yeah pulling back and gaining some perspective on your situation is just massive yeah totally and i know again abraham hicks everyone's gonna have to go and watch this after this you'll get lost in there for months like honestly you just get in this hole and you're like oh you emerge six months later like full of wisdom um (laughs) but one of the things that they often talk about is this thing of we don't feel worthy and and i'm like i feel like that's such a huge part of this puzzle of how how we can trust and like 
actually asking for what we desire, which might be a million dollars, which might be the number one bestseller, which might be to write a film script or to call in your soulmate or whatever it may be. Um, but the first thing I feel like is to understand that you actually deserve it and that that doesn't come from something you have to achieve. Like your worthiness is inherent. And I feel like that is one of like, just listening to you talk about people getting caught up in the day to day and that whole keeping up with the Joneses kind of approach. It's like, it comes from that place of not feeling worthy. Like our worth is going to come from how much money we have or how good our house is or um, beating someone at work or having a better phone or a better family or whatever. And it's like, I feel like that has been the most pivotal thing for me in learning how to trust is feeling so good with today. Like it's Monday, I'm doing this podcast with you. Yeah, it's raining, but it's like, I actually feel so excited for today. I don't need anything. It's like, I don't require anything external for me to feel good. I feel like that's the work. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I really do think the whole not worthy thing is is an influential um outcome like when you think you're not worthy compared to who like so then you it just starts escalating from there oh but this person's got that and this person's got that there you go you're just comparing yourself to everybody else if it was just you then that's all that matters if you're happy then you are living life how you should yeah the comparison thing cracks me up as well because the, the assumptions we make are so ridiculous and like social media cracks me up and I talk about this so often like Everyone, I think, has had that experience with a friend or someone who, you know, this actually happened a couple of years ago, one of my best friends, an hour and a half on the phone with her, like, sobbing, like, my life is in ruins, it's all over. Next minute, you know, there's a photo of her at the beach with, like, a bear in the sand and the sunset, like, hashtag blessed, and it's like, it's a load of bullshit, like, that's not what's going on for you right now, but everyone's viewing this, like, your life is perfect and everything, and it's like, I love, this is why I love these sort of conversations where we actually get to talk about the process, the things we go through, the journey, that none of us are perfect. None of us have our shit together all the time. But it's like we're all in that together, you know? Yeah. There's there's a, yeah. Yeah. Perspective, <laughs> for sure. Like, you can portray yourself as somebody, and somebody will look at it one way, maybe good or inspiring, and somebody might look at it another way, like, oh, whatever. Uh, if you and again it's just the influences if you actually care like social media is really ravaged like that you know like people expect attention and people give attention yeah go on social media to benefit yourself and make you more amazing get yourself out there but don't look for any other thing anything else to you know to prop you up or to compare yourself to anyone else or show that you've got all your shit sorted because yeah you're right no one's got their shit sorted <laughs> we have all got things <laughs> to work on <laughs> yeah yeah now that brings me to something else and I read um you're at this awesome post and I love how you share so much about yourself and like things that you realize about yourself not like you're sitting there like oh I'm the guru and I know everything it's like there's so much power in that right sharing your own journey your own lessons from your own stuff I love it and there was one post that you wrote about fear of success when you were talking about you know what you do and you were explaining some of what you do and you kind of minimize it and I'd love for you to talk about this because I think this is so important yeah that was funny that one there I remember um getting in my car and going what the hell was that <laughs> all about <laughs> but again it's that um part of part of me who you know thinks that everyone will think I'm crazy if I say that I do hypnosis or whatever and um 
even though I felt like I was comfortable with it and I was like telling everybody or telling myself I was all good with it, then when I got put into a pressure situation, I didn't. And I was like, far out. So anyway, I went and did some work on that and nothing's stopping me now. <laughs> I am a crazy hypnotist. <laughs> and I'm good with oh, that. I love it. But that's why you're sitting here. I I saw um, Stuart posted something about you and I was like, oh, oh my God, there's a female and she's got a rad name and she's a Kiwi. Like these are the perfect, you know, the perfect combination. Um, but it's so cool. It is so awesome. Like this is the stuff that legit changes your life. It absolutely does. This is where my journey changed. Like the day I met Stuart Walter was the day that changed my whole life. Legit. That starting to understand the power of the, the unconscious mind and the limits and the way we hold back and the fear and how it was crippling me, this fear. It's like, we just don't talk about it though. We don't talk uh, about it. <laughs> but there is, there is a sense of awareness out there from everybody that we are more than just who we are. And, you know, everyone always says, oh, I just... I just get stuck or it's all in your mind, you know, like it's, it's in an everyday conversation. And like, especially now that I am on the other side of it and I see things so much more clearly, I'm like, you used to, you, you're not even listening to yourself. You, you're answering yourself yet. You're thinking that, well, you know, you're assuming that I'm not quite that I am uh, talking something gibberish you know, like, but they are saying it within them. They are aware that there is more to it, but they're just not opening that doorway to what is. Like, I say it a lot. I'm like, hypnosis is like the, the leading edge of the next level of our development as a species. It's that door wide open. And the sooner people can be open-minded to it this you know like we think technology has changed the world in the last two decades once this hypnosis and you know tuning into the subconscious mind hits the runway whoa we're gonna be smoking it and well that's the crazy thing right too because like how much of the mind how much are we operating at the unconscious level 90 percent 95 percent yeah so doesn't it seem ridiculous that we're trying to control the 5% that we actually have control over? That it really is. It really is ridiculous. And like, obviously, you know, I, I wasn't brought, in, brought up with um, being a hypnotist or believing it. It took, took time and I get that. Everyone has to come to the right time and be ready to be aware and sometimes we, can, we just can't see our nose despite our, our face, you know, but I just can't wait for that uh, awareness to become more and more and more amazing because we're all going to be just living a great life for them. Living our best lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So can you talk about, let's just get into the kind of, what's the word that I want? I don't know. Let's just talk about the logistics of the actual mind. Break it down for us, for those of us who don't understand. When we set an intention, let's say like, this is my goal, uh this by this date what then happens in our mind oh, yeah. so then our mind starts creating a new pathway for it to go on and the more attention we give it that pathway gets longer and stronger so every time this is how i like to describe it every time we go back to the past you're kind of like going in a roundabout around and around and around you get stuck and you need to get back on that future pathway to keep moving in that right direction 
Yeah. And that's my basic understanding of it. It's really that simple. You don't need to get too in depth with neuroscience. Once you start visualizing the future, you're creating a new pathway. And why would you not want to create new pathways? Why would you want to keep living in the same neighborhood? <laughs> I love that. Um, that. That's a potential name for this podcast. Why would you want to keep living in the same neighborhood? Um, so how powerful is intention? How powerful is it? I think it's it's everything. And everybody, again, everyone is aware of it of visualizing they just don't put the the extra effort into driving it you know like and using it in our language in every segment of our day and you know this from the um abraham hicks work you know every single phase that we go through in a day is a new segment that you can create you don't just have to go through it like a muddy water you can create it as beautiful as you want it to be and just watch what happens yeah. yeah yeah i love that yeah definitely abraham hicks and they talk about that it's not like you just roll out of bed and then wait to see what kind of day you're having so just because you've had a crap meeting with someone doesn't mean that you can't absolutely set a new intention and shift your focus and then have an awesome rest of your day yeah <laughs> just shut the door on that bad stuff it's been yeah. gone you can't do anything about it what do you want to happen and you know that comes right down to you know what i what i and more specific and with my hypnosis now is in our sports training you know you're doing an olympic lift or you know some kind of lifting and i and i did a post about this the other day about do you just go in to get it done or do you go in to like smash it set yourself a target and don't be realistic about that target shoot way far ahead because chances are you're going to do way better than you expected you were going to in the first stance yeah I was just going to ask you that question. What is your take on realistic goals? <laughs> you know, like smart goals. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And again, you know, it's something that you have to begin. The more you do it, you begin begin to see how it actually works. Um, for example, you know, when I work out, say I'm going to go for a run and I want to get it done in uh, you know, I, realistically, I could get it done in five minutes, but I'm going to shoot for four just because I know the process and how it works. And I'm going really fast and my body's screaming and I'm, my mind is telling me, slow down, you need to save some energy for later. But I just trusting myself going, no, nope, no, nope, four minutes. And I think about the glory at the end and then I get in and yeah, I don't get four minutes, but I might get 4.30 and I'm like, oh, that's way better than five. Look yeah. how easy that was. Yeah. That's, I love that. Yeah. It yeah. just takes you. It, and, and, you know, you hear people say, oh, life's going so fast for me, I can't keep up. Well, it's going that fast for you because that's what you want and keep, your body will keep up and your mind will keep up if you just trust it. Just keep going. Trust it. There, there's that word again. Ding, ding. Trust, trust, trust. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, I'm feeling guided to come back to this thing around. Why do you think we're afraid of success? Um, for me, I believe it comes down to, again, uh, what people are think are going to think. They're going to yeah. judge you. You're going to be successful, and so people are going to think, oh, how did she get that, or how did they get that, or oh, they got born into it, or they must have won some money, or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's that spotlight on you justifying your success. If you don't yeah. care about what anyone thinks and you just go for it, then success is there waiting for you. That's my take of it anyway. I mean, there could be many other ones, but yeah. yeah. I 
Yeah, I was recently speaking to somebody who said, you know, um, what was it? I said, oh, you, this, we were having a conversation. I said, oh, there seems to be a few things uh, popping up here. Um, uh, it'd be great when you break through that. You're, you will be amazing and even more successful, passionate in something else. And he's like, he laughed and he, and he replied back and he said, um, ha, ha, people couldn't cope with me if I was even more passionate. There you go. Right in that statement, he was caring about what other people think about his passion and drive. And that, if, if you have conversations with somebody, it'll always come back to others. It's like... Yep, yep. Honestly, I feel like this is the, probably the most important thing in life to learn. <laughs> how, to, how to just do how to do you boo without caring about other people or without letting it's not and it maybe it's not even about not caring but it's just not letting it hold you back um and like the post that I put up yesterday you know one of my joke sayings is haters gonna hate potatoes gonna potate and I love that because it reminds me like because when I have to say that to myself it's because I'm upset about something and it just brings me out of my head you know into something more ridiculous um but that's the case right the um and that's why, you know, there's that famous quote that, you know, Brene Brown got famous for the Theodore Roosevelt quote about those in the ring, you know, and that's the thing. You only want to take advice from people actually in the arena. Um, and I feel like this is such a huge thing is letting go of other people's judgments and criticisms. And so often it is, it's the people that are quote unquote beneath you, you know, that are going to judge you. The people that have gone further than you are the ones that are like, woo, let's go. But you know, it's such a big thing to get your head around. Yeah, yeah, it is. And that element of I think I'm better than other people, it, that is that is quite uh, overwhelming. But it's the truth. <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah. you are more expansive. You want more for yourself than settling for those everything else that everyone else is. Don't let them weigh you down. And, you know, I think about that image when, uh, you know, you would have seen that image um, when somebody's standing on a cliff and somebody's pulling him down, trying to pull him down. I think about that image and I'm like, why would I let somebody pull me down just because they don't have a vision like I do? And again, yeah, like you said, be inspired by people who are ahead of you and they're the ones that you want to be with because you're going to match them and then you're going to pace them and I think that's just so fun yes it is it so is and I oh it's honestly it's like the biggest thing that I talk to people about as well is this thing of oh my god my dad doesn't believe in me um or he's he doesn't believe in my ability to start this business or and I feel like too so often it does come from a well-intentioned place where they have their view of the world and this is how it's done and we want you to be secure and safe and it comes back to what we were saying before but it's not logical because we don't want logical growth we want rapid growth we want big results fast why would we take ages when we could create shifts quickly but it's like oh yeah <laughs> and that's our, that's that 10 percent of our brain you know trying to do everything logically and and analyze everything well if you just let that go and and be unique and weird and crazy and go left field that's what's successful you know like look at donald trump everyone fucking hates him but look how <laughs> successful he is he doesn't care what anyone thinks he's narcissistic as and that's another <laughs> thing that that is really a word that's really passionate for me is um, that narcissist word because 
Narcissists don't care what anyone else thinks. So people hate narcissists because they don't care what everyone else thinks and they're being successful. Wow, is that not just us small-minded people being jealous of somebody who doesn't care what anyone else thinks? Yeah. 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 I mean, yes, Donald Trump has some strange things and many narcissistic people do. I think you can have an element of narcissism in you, but still be amazing. <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, I mean, narcissists are known for lack of empathy, right? So it's like, there's like a, yeah, confidence. And this is one thing that I've written here as well. Confidence slash tall poppy. It's like, being confident is so often, narcissism is a word that's thrown around a lot, isn't it? Like, yeah. oh, you're narcissistic because you don't care. No, it's like, and I feel like the more, um, the more connected you get to your vision and why you're doing it and what you feel like, like, for example, the impact that you want to create, the more that you see how what you do helps other people, the more, the, like, the less I care about the people on the sideline that are going to throw shade regardless. Because it's like, it's brutal, but like, I've sort of set up some questions for myself. Okay, like, and for my clients as well, you know, if, if someone's throwing shade at you, if they're hating on you, they're not supporting you, whatever. The first question is like, do you actually respect that person's opinion? And 10, 10 out of 10 times, it's a no. Because again, someone above you is never going to be criticizing you. Yeah. And maybe they'll hit you with some hard truths, as I'm sure you would, because you don't want to enable people. But it's always done from a place of, I believe in you, not you're useless. You know, it's never, it's always this place of empowerment. Um, and that's the thing. It's like, do you actually value this person's opinion? Well, unless they're in the ring, in the arena, you know doing it with you then they don't really get a say and also it's like do they have a life that you want because why do people feel the need to speak out? it's like I don't want your life so I'm not going to take life advice from you <laughs> yeah, hey, <that's> life <laughs> yeah and you know when you when you know within you that you are doing something um that benefits everybody then then you know you're on the right track and that's I think like narcissists can be, tend to be quite self-absorbed and that can be the you know there can be a difference between um a good narcissist and a bad narcissist because a bad narcissist is not really for the benefit of anyone else it's all for the benefit of them um but a good narcissist is for themselves but for the expansion of everyone else knowing that everyone is going to follow behind yes that's what i think oh yes and that's that I love that actually so much because I've also found that like the bigger your goals, the more time you need for yourself, the more clear you've got to get on setting boundaries. Like who actually do I want in my life? And all yeah. those people that can't like constantly invite you to have coffee and stuff. And there's that your gut instinct kicks in and it's like, oh, you know, you're just going to end up like coaching them for free or they're going to kind of drain you a little bit. And you're like, actually, I'd rather spend that hour like, researching this or reading like reading this book or you know sitting under my tree and meditating or going to the movies it doesn't even matter what it is but like filling yourself up right and yep. I feel like that has been such a shift as well realizing that our level of impact comes from our ability to nurture ourselves first which again we're taught not to do we're taught to look after everyone else first Mm -hmm. and placing value on yourself you know like you said what are they going to try and do they're going to get start get some free advice from you because you are that person who gives and gives and gives uh put a value on it actually i don't do this for free anymore you gotta pay me because <laughs> i i am good i'm real good yeah. i'll change your life yeah exactly exactly mm. and it's so interesting and like 
is New Zealand different? I mean, because I know this whole tall poppy thing, I know it exists in Australia. Does it exist around the world or is this specific to here, do you reckon? Uh Tell me more about what you what 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 are you framing tall poppy as? So basically, you know, the people that see other people rising, expanding, and they try and tear them down. Yeah, so that's just the same as what we were talking before, and I I think yeah. it's everywhere. You know, like it, it's just that um, jealousy or you know fear of someone else being better than you. Well awesome good on them if they are better than you and you just use them to be inspired by yeah 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 totally so what kind of what are your big goals at the moment your big visions you're working towards oh my big vision at the moment my three-year plan is to be part of the Paris Olympic um, New Zealand Olympic team so being there at the Olympics with the athletes Uh, and then beyond that I want to be um, somewhere in front of lots of people talking my talk and just you know this kind of conversation like just being natural and the funny thing is is that when I picture that image I'm I'm on that stage in my gym gear because I don't care that I'm not dressed up because anyone who knows me knows that I don't really do dressing up too well I'm always in my gym gear and the only reason why I do dress up is because I think that I have to um so when I get to that position uh on top of the stage expect to see me in my gym gear <laughs> I love it gotta be good gym gear though Oh yeah, <laughs> dressy, dressy gym gear. Yeah, I love that. Okay, cool. So, oh my gosh, this time is going so fast. Um, I knew this would happen. See, I knew yeah. this would happen. But, um, what sort of advice do you have, like, for people that don't really know anything about the law of attraction or setting goals and intentions? Do you have any advice for someone starting out? Like, do you suggest vision boards? Do you suggest? I know, like, uh, Stuart talked to me about. I actually record my audio and I listen to it in my own voice every morning. And like, what kind of advice and tips do you have for setting goals and setting intentions? Um, just start really like think about, you know, I set a task to somebody last week actually. And I said, I want you to write a thousand word essay, you say, you know, thing on your three year <laughs> plan. And, and she didn't do it. And I, I can't, she come back to me and she said, that's too far ahead. I can do 12 months. And I'm like, that's fine. So just whatever's comfortable for you, as long as it's ahead and then start picturing how you want it to be. And then when you start picturing how you want it to, and make sure you write it down because it's creative writing. The more you write it down, the more time and attention you're giving to it and it can, it can expand even more. You know when you're at primary school and you hear your teacher saying, use more descriptive words. That's <laughs> what you got to do. Like make it as descriptive as you can because it's more time, it's more energy, it's more focus and it's going to give it more chance to develop. So Love that would be what I would definitely consider. And it's a real fun thing to do with kids. Not that I say that I do it with my kids um, because they think I'm a bit crazy. (laughs) But um, I promote myself and I'm like, it's good to be crazy. Um, But, you know, something to do fun with kids is say, you know, especially when um, I have a lockdown and stuff like that. If you were somebody who likes to do that with their kids, do something like that. They, they think it's fun and it's the same as writing a Christmas list, you know, write whatever you want, babe, and you can just, you know, hope for the best. And then what do we do as really great parents? We go and get as much as we can off that list. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. And I, that's the key to, I feel like, write 
Like, ask for what you want. Ask for what you actually want, not what you think is realistic. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. 100%. Like, you never know. Like I said, you never know. You don't need to worry about how it's going to get to you. You just got to trust that it's going to come to you. And I've seen my kids do it. You know, they, I want a new phone, mum. And I'm like, well, that won't be coming from me. And they're like, oh, 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 moan, moan. And then, like, b- before you know it, a phone, I won't tell you how, will <laughs> pop up for them. And I'm like, told you. So you think I'm crazy, but it works. And they hate it. I've yeah. got teenagers. They hate it. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> but I bet they love going on holiday and rolling around in your new car. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, the, th- the thing about kids is that, you know, they do. They they judge you and they, they try and um, mock you and whatever. That's just what teenagers and kids do. But when you hear them... Um, speaking your words for the, amongst each other and using the same teachings that you go do on them, you're like, mm-hmm, I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. High five, like best mum ever. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I reckon I'm going to have to cut us off here because we've been talking for a little while. Um, but I would so love for you to come back and talk more about this. This is so cool. So, so cool. I'm glad um, you did it. Yes, and thank you so much for being here. We finally made it happen. It's so exciting. Um, and I can't wait to hear what people think about this and what resonates and, and to hear their stories as well. Absolutely. And so what is your audience? Is it, I don't know if you've cut this yet. Have you? Um, what's your audience? So mostly uh, people that are like personal development, you know, entrepreneurs, creatives, people with visions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. People on our people on our level. (laughs) Well, that's the way it works. Like people will. You're drawn to people are drawn to you because they like you, and those who don't won't come near you. So that's all good. (laughs) Yeah. Like attracts like. And that's actually one other thing I'll add. I think with as far as the confidence and what we're doing and stuff like that goes, it's like well, actually, why do we worry about other people who aren't for us? Like, the more that we put ourselves out there, the more the people that are for us are going to hear us. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly it. Like, that's the whole point. I'm speaking to them. I want them to hear what we've got to say. It's like yeah. everyone else, it doesn't actually matter. And when we understand that like attracts, like, those people are going to be drawn to us anyway because they're looking for us. Yes. <laughs> it's those opportunities that are circling in front of us. Yeah, totally. So- totally. All right, my friend, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and your wisdom. Oh, no, thank you. I definitely enjoyed it. I'm a bit sweaty, actually, a little bit excited. <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah, me too. Me too, mate. <laughs> so awesome. Thank you so much. This will go out tomorrow. Um, and then I have to have you come back. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Well, you have an awesome rest of your day and we'll definitely be in touch. Amazing. Thanks, everybody. All right. You too. Bye. All right. See you soon. Bye.